So what I kept doing is affirming to myself every day, like, this is your career path. This is your purpose. Um, speaking to myself and just, you know, affirming daily affirmations. I was always working on my um, game plan, my goal plan, my projects, and I would always just get up with that confidence. You know, I would always have a plan and I always would take notes and I would be like, okay, well, Karen, you've got to reach out to such and such today. And you've got to network with this, this group today. And I was the one that you guys that did not want, I I was like, I don't want to be in a lot of groups. (laughs) I don't want to be in a lot of groups, but then you think about, you got to kind of step back from the table a little bit and be like, okay, um, what am I doing? I say that, okay, I'm a coach and I know that I have took the initiative to become a coach and to help other people. So it's not about what I really don't want to do. It's about what I need to do. And like you said before, early in the code, getting help. So I was like, okay, I've got to connect. I've got to make sure I connect. And I just kept getting, putting that more confidence in myself with being more open and just showing up, like I said, showing up and um, affirming to myself daily, if this is what I'm going to do, and this is where I'm going to be for the rest of my life, and then I've got to be very confident in my own self before someone else can be confident in me and in my purpose and in my business. Welcome to the Next Level Leaders podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. Today's episode is with Karen Oliver, who is from WCD Coaching, and we did a podcast swap, and it was so much fun being on her podcast. I will link the video replay for you. I don't think she was able to download it for an actual episode uh, to listen to, but you can certainly listen to it or uh, watch the video online, so I will link that in the show notes. I also wanted to update you uh, because when I interviewed Karen, Karen, it was a little over a month ago and I have been behind on getting my guest episodes edited. So since then, her Instagram handle has changed. So at the end, she shares some information, but I wanted to update you that her Instagram handle is now motivation coach for you and it's the letter U. So motivation coach for you underscore KO for her initials, Karen Oliver. So definitely go check her out on Instagram, give her a follow. She's got great information to share with you as well. Karen serves women ages 18 and up in supporting purposeful lifestyles and helping those seeking long-term goals. She is a motivation coach and a health and nutrition coach. In addition, Karen helps with food and weight management for diabetic and autoimmune patients. She also has a coaching podcast called The Driven Life. And with that, we'll jump into today's episode. All right, everyone. I am happy to be welcoming my guest today, Karen. Karen, thank you so much for being here today. 
You're welcome. Thanks, Nicole, for having me. I'm happy to be here. Me too. So how Karen and I met, I love to give people a little bit of a background on networking, like we're going to be talking about today, how I network with people or how people proactively network with me to be a guest on the podcast. Karen and I met through a Facebook group where you can either pitch to be a guest, you can uh, also look for other guests, and it's kind of a crazy whirlwind in there, so you never know what you're going to get. I think I had commented on one of her posts or vice versa and we actually did a podcast swap. So I was previously on her podcast. It was via StreamYard. So I'll make sure to also link that in the show notes. But yeah, then I thought I have to have Karen on my podcast as well because we had such a great discussion there and I'm excited to chat today. Well, I figure I'll let you kind of introduce yourself uh, to the audience. Feel free to share both professionally or personally whatever you would like with the audience today. Okay. Well, hello, everyone. And thank you again, Nicole, for having me on your podcast. Again, I am a life coach. I'm a life purpose coach. I am a health and nutrition coach. As uh, Nicole told you, I also podcast. And so, and I also work with a lot of patients via hospital, kind of like on the side patients that are coming out um, of the hospital and they want to know what they can use or have or take to keep from taking further medication. So I kind of coach, I would say uh, accountability coach. So I also am helping them be accountable on what they need to eat, you know, what they need to do, not just, you know, nutrition wise, but body wise. And I do serve women. I do work serve women. And the name of our brand is WCD coaching, which stands for WC to life uh, coaching dreams. And so that's what we do. It. Yeah, I'm so happy for you to be here. And I love what you do being out there serving women in so many different aspects. I think it's really cool once you start diving into coaching, because it's such a large umbrella when you think of health and nutrition, or you think about life coaching, or you think about career coaching. And I love that you're really immersed in so many different areas of that to be kind of a holistic coach in a lot of ways for different women. So thank you so much for for what you do. Well, I'm excited to be talking today about networking and helping people get more connected out in the workspace. Obviously, this audience is more focused on women in the workforce who are looking to be seen and get promoted. And it can be a really kind of scary place to be in when when you become a leader, you feel like, okay, I've earned this title. I've kind of proven my worth. Now I can be a little bit more confident, but uh, up until that point, it's a little bit scary getting yourself out there. So first and foremost, I would love to maybe hear what your experience, I'd love to hear about your first experience with networking. If you can recall back to maybe one of those early on events uh, and how, how that was for you. Yeah, with especially I'm glad that you said networking, the word networking, Nicole, because you know, when I first got introduced with networking is when I had first started the podcast before I had started thinking about what I wanted to do, because again, I was in quality in the corporate world for almost six years where I had always worked a job, you know, even before. And then it wasn't until a year and a half ago that the light bulb came on and, okay, I want to help people. I've always 
kind of been a teacher or always been that person to encourage and you know especially if it was something that somebody helped me with or something that I experienced or learned on my own and I was like hmm this is what I really need to be doing and before you know, before you can start networking, I do believe you need to be more open to be able to communicate with others that's not, yes. that doesn't have the same background that you have, because we always look into the network and collaborate with people that is very like-minded like we are, and we get that. That's number one. We love networking with people that's like-minded, but there's others out there that is not like-minded like us, but they still have some of the same dreams, goals, and visions. Not only that, there are some people outside that, which you have, you know, need what you're doing um, in your stretch or in your business, in your career or what have you. So when I started the podcast, I, it was just me and I didn't really have anybody, you know, I was like, oh, let me just ask, you know, one of my girlfriends because I know her, but uh, something uh-huh. came in mind, a light bulb like Karen, Like, you know, these people. So how about networking outside of your comfort zone? And I do believe you need to network outside of your comfort zone because I've met some awesome people, but not only you need to meet some awesome people, the people that you are um, speaking to, the person that needs to hear your resources or need your resources and whatever field that you may be in, they need to know, you know, some awesome resources themselves. So it's not, it's not about you. It's about networking So others can receive the information that they're going to need in their next career or their next step. So I do believe just being open to people that's not like-minded like you. Yeah, I think that's such a great example because oftentimes we don't think of our work relationships as networking because we're placed in these situations and circumstances and we start to build relationships with these people and and that really is also networking and how I started to define it and I'd love to hear your explanation as well of what you define that as and I think you covered a lot of that in the the question I define it as networking is essentially building relationships Mm -hmm. and having a mutually beneficial exchange because it feels more like a fluid exchange of let me help you and let me see how you can help me and have that be mutually beneficial. Uh, I remember some of my first experiences really getting out there and networking. I went to a business conference for one of my jobs and me and this other manager were the only two in our department who went and we thought let's divide and conquer so we can see really what's the best information for us to take back to our call center and because we divided ourselves uh, we didn't have that kind of comfort zone of each other to go sit and then no longer network with other people so we went in and I sat at different tables with different people and really got to uh introduce myself and have other people introduce themselves to me and and learn about some of these different backgrounds that I would certainly not have introduced myself to or gotten connected with had I gone with someone and uh, kind of stuck within that comfort zone so uh, I appreciate you kind of sharing what pushed you out of your comfort zone and that was when you started podcasting and thinking oh, who, who else am I going to have as a guest? Where could I be a guest on? And that requires you stepping out of that comfort zone and figuring out ways to connect. Like you said, people uh, who are similar to you, but also have 
having an openness to kind of a broad variety of, of people. So yeah, I'd love to hear what you would define networking as in Karen's dictionary. Networking in Karen's dictionary is communication. Communication is how you're going to network. And like you said it too before, Nicole, building relationships. And so I'm just going to add in, you know, communication, you know, building relationship with not just like-minded people, but with people that's not like-minded with you. If you don't know about social media, I mean, go ahead and try one of the, I mean, social media is the platform. So, you know, whether you don't have a Facebook, if you don't have a Facebook, guess what? You can get an Instagram, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is, you know, also like a number one professional way to just networking. But, and let's go outside of the, the, the internet, going to events. You know, like events at your job, conferences, you know, I think, Nicole, you mentioned it, you went to a conference, but just going to, you never know who you're going to meet and sit down and and talk to. So you want to network with, you know, people in, in your work field, networking with family, friends of friends of friends, and just just being open to be able to communicate and, and know what you're going to say <laughs> and know what you're going to do. So yeah, in my own words. Yeah, I love that. Communication and relationships, two things that are huge for me. I yes. love love that you said that. And I think part of that comes with some vulnerability as well, because if you're going to get out there and share a message or open up your communication or look to build relationships, both of those areas have some vulnerability to them in saying, I'm going to put myself out there. I may not always get what I'm looking for in return, but I'm still going to put myself out there and, and show up as me at a hundred percent. And, you know, if I don't get what I'm looking for in return, I'm going to learn from it and see how I can grow from it. More recently, I put myself out there and I was looking for some work and looking for my next full-time position. And I kind of did things behind the scenes and it wasn't until I truly utilized my network that I got connected to the company that I'm now going to sign an offer with. And that was me. I posted my resume on LinkedIn and I said, hey, if you or someone you know is hiring, I'm looking for my next full-time opportunity in this field, customer support management. I shared my resume. It was very much like, hey, I'm throwing this out there to the world to be judged. I'm sure people probably at some point looked at that and thought, nope, don't want to work with her. And and that's okay. It wasn't a right fit. But I had someone proactively reach out to me via messaging and say, hey, we should chat. And because of that initiation of me getting vulnerable and saying, I am not succeeding in doing this by myself. Mm -hmm. I need help from my network. And I had all sorts of people connecting me, people from old employers or employment that I worked with who said, how can I help you? Who can I get you connected with? I had other people offering me job interviews uh, for different types of work. And I thought that was really cool because I'm such a fan of networking and being an advocate for that, but I wasn't doing it myself as well as I could have in my own journey of finding another uh, position and uh, realized that's exactly what I needed to do is get a little vulnerable and put myself out there to, to find uh, my next opportunity. 
Yeah, I'm glad that you, as you was talking, Nicole, I'm glad that you said vulnerability because I think about most of the time, and I'm pretty sure men do this as women, I thought about, you know, us saying, well, I don't want to share this or I don't want them, you know, looking at this on my resume. I wonder what they say, would they say, was I very experienced enough at this previous job or last job? And I guess getting out of our own thinking, out of our own mind and just saying, let me just humble myself and like you said, be vulnerable and get out there and see what people have to have. And some people don't want to, I guess I'm looking for the word pride. Sometimes we may have some, yeah. some pride in this where it's like, oh, well, I'll just see if such and such reach out to me. But you got to take the first step and first initiative to be like, okay, here, this is where I'm at and this is what I'm I'm looking for. And like you were saying earlier, Nicole, you know, you told a friend, hey, if you know somebody, this is what I'm looking for. And I think that sometimes we get so afraid of being detailed, but really in this type of field, you do need to be very detailed, especially when networking, you need to be very detailed. So people out there in the community can know what you're targeting for and they want to know what are you trying to perceive from them? What is it that you're trying to grow in? So I'm glad that you did say that about being vulnerable. Yeah, I think if you're showing up as your most authentic self and I mean, people Mm -hmm. throw out authenticity so often that I think it's getting maybe not as brought back to kind of the heart of the word Mm -hmm. but it's kind of that feeling if you're saying like for me I was in a really in a place where I had a job lined up I was ready to sign with this company I had a couple of bumps in the road that I thought is this the right opportunity for me? But I pushed past it anyways and thought I'm going to go for it. And then they took the offer off the table because they were putting a hiring freeze for a short period of time or they weren't quite sure. So at that point, I thought, oh my gosh, I completely stopped looking for other jobs. I stopped networking. I stopped all of these things because I thought I had this in the bag. And then when that offer got taken off the table, I was really really bummed out yeah. and in a place of being sad and and wondering what's next and honestly like a little apathetic and then I thought you know what how would I coach myself in this moment and that was getting right back up and putting myself out there and one thing that I hadn't utilized was LinkedIn to really connect with some more people and I thought, you know what, this is what I have to do. I have to share, I have to ask for what I'm looking for and let other people help me, which is again, like you mentioned, Karen, dropping your pride and adding in that vulnerability. And if you're always coming from that authentic place of saying, I'm going to reach out to this person because it feels right, or I'm going to share this in my resume because that's what feels right to me. That feels uh, authentic to me. That's who I am at my core. I think it's going to come across to the right company because I had gone through other interviews, an example where someone had asked me, if you get this job, are you going to continue podcasting? And I thought, (laughs) well, of course, you know, it's a hobby. I love doing Mm -hmm. it. I wanted to, if I was quick enough, I would have responded saying, you know, what's a hobby you like? Did you stop doing that? You know, did you stop going hiking or camping or whatever, reading a book or something (laughs) because you got this job? Like it it was such a silly thing to me that 
they thought maybe more goes into podcasting. I don't know. It is definitely a time investment, but we do it because we love helping people, right? Right. So I thought that was really interesting. Uh, But I wanted to kind of bring it back in and and bring in the confidence piece because Mm -hmm. networking, again, we talked about getting out of your comfort zone, Mm -hmm. being vulnerable. Those are all really scary things to do. So how did you start becoming more confident in your networking? I would say the more that I kept, kept opening my mouth and being bold and showing up, you know, there's a saying, and I don't know if you guys have heard it before, but you know, if you, if all you need to do is show up most times, you just need to show up and, you know, open up your mouth. What they say, a closed mouth don't get fed or something like that. I know we've (laughs) heard that a lot, but you know, I I started getting confident with, you know, communicate. I guess we go off. We always go back to being open and being able to communicate. And so, and not only that being committed, to what, you know, I know I needed and, and what I needed to do and what I wanted to do. And I'm like, okay, Karen, you, this is what your purpose is and this is what you need to do. You're not walking in it just for you. You're walking in it for yourself. So I was like, I got to become confident in myself or there nobody's going to listen to me and nobody's going to take me, you know, uh, seriously if I can't be confident in my own self to show them how to walk in confidence. So what I kept doing is affirming to myself every day, like this is your career path. This is your purpose. Um, Speaking to myself and just, you know, affirming daily uh, affirmations. I was always working on my um, game plan, my goal plan, my projects, and I would always just get up with that confidence. You know, I would always have a plan and I always would take notes and I would be like, okay, well, Karen, you've got to reach out to such and such today and you've got to network with this this group today. And I was the one that you guys that did not want, I I was like, I don't want to be in a lot of groups. (laughs) I don't want to be in a lot of groups, but then you think about, you got to kind of step back from the table a little bit and be like, okay, what am I doing? I say that, okay, I'm a coach and I know that I have took the initiative to become a coach and to help other people. So it's not about what I really don't want to do. It's about what I need to do. And like you said before, early in the code, getting help. So I was like, okay, I've got to connect. I've got to make sure I connect. And I just kept getting, putting that more confidence in myself with being more open and just showing up, like I said, showing up and um, affirming to myself daily, if this is what I'm going to do, and this is where I'm going to be for the rest of my life, and then I've got to be very confident in my own self before someone else can be confident in me and in my purpose and in my business, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that that's such good advice and people can take that on even in the workplace of I love that you mentioned affirmations and I have an episode on that as well because it's so important to walk through those affirmations of what really sticks out to you and sometimes when I'm listening to different affirmations the one I the ones I have the hardest time repeating I'm like, okay, I need to write that one down because I clearly need more of that in my life because if I can't even repeat it after someone else, then I need some of that self-love and reminding myself that I I deserve that affirmation. And then you kind of talked about defining your path. What do you want to do with your coaching? Where do you want to be specifically because you have these different uh, niches? And I think that that's so easily translated as well to people in the workplace 
for the longest time and to my audience, I was someone who was go with the flow and and my path worked out. Obviously, I had to get out of my comfort zone a lot and do a lot of interviews and get turned down quite a few times. But I wish I had someone like podcast to listen to at that age to know, okay, I can define what I want. I can define the traits that I have and that I want to continue working on and continue building I can also build up a really strong network both internally with people who I work with and people who can help be kind of the cheerleaders to help get my name out there and bring my name up in rooms where I'm not present as far as new opportunities and promotions and that type of a thing. But also externally, like you mentioned, going to different kinds of events. And there are so many ways. I mean, you could simply Google where you're at uh, local events for for women in the workplace and and see what's out there for you. I'm grateful here in Salt Lake City, Utah. We have such an amazing presence for women in the workplace and people wanting to get promoted and and having such a support system with the booming market here in the Silicon Slopes. We have so many tech industries and so there's a huge focus on really bringing women up along the way and so I'm very grateful for that but I would imagine there are other groups or or finding ways to connect like you mentioned whether that's LinkedIn or on some sort of social media to get connected with people who want to rise above like you and something I feel like I struggled with uh, in growing uh, my coaching business is on Instagram and sometimes even on LinkedIn, people aren't like, I hate my job. I wish I had a coach who could help me, you know, get promoted or it like most people aren't posting those inner thoughts of I want to get promoted and I don't know how or I, I wish I had better communication with my boss or I wish I felt more confident in networking. People aren't using hashtags to identify with that, right? right? As much as they would with something like eating healthier or nutrition or or even life coaching, I feel like people are a little bit more open about, but it feels like careers, especially for women, we're kind of assumed to just figure it out mm-hmm. and and do it all quietly. And trust me, I recently <laughs> tried to do that and it didn't work out. So uh, you definitely have to utilize that network and ask for the help and and finding, you know, maybe creating a little group if you don't already have access to something else. And, and I just, I loved everything that you said about really starting to get confident in, in that networking. And it is practicing and trying it over and over again and and knowing that you your first event especially if you go to something in person after being in quarantine like we're all awkward (laughs) humans right now I feel like I'm like uh, how do I shake hands like (laughs) do we hug I don't know are we high-fiving are we yeah are we just like hold up bubble over here so that can be a little bit awkward but just push through it and just laugh through it there's been so many times where I've done something so embarrassing (laughs) at some sort of networking event and you know what I just laugh and move on to the next right Right. so you'll you'll get connected to the right people uh kind of just find like following your own intuition of oh these people sound interesting and and one thing I would also encourage you if you're going to these events and it's something I remind myself is not to only go up to the people who look and sound like me obviously I'm more pulled towards women but I do want to get more of a bigger network surrounded by other women who don't look 
like me on the outer appearance so that I can continue to expand in other ways as well. And that's what I would encourage to other people too. Yeah, I'm glad that I thought of something too, Nicole, that you said when you were just speaking about even just nobody's really saying things out loud, you know, um, about where they're at in their career or an employer, but they'll talk about, oh, or they'll mumble under their breath or they'll tell somebody that's very yeah. close to them, I really hate this. Like, I'm really tired of my boss doing this and doing it to me. So like you were saying, okay, well, why don't you, you know, kind of invest in a mentor or get you somebody or a business coach? Like, yes. you know, in the beginning, it's just like when you're building yourself up to what you want to do and you have a game plan, like we don't always, you know, reach out. Um, even with just me, myself, for instance, like a lot of people was coming up to me like, hey, you know, do you need somebody, you know, to promote your work or needed to promote this? And I think I heard you say, Nicole, that you've got to get connected to the right people. And I'm glad that you said that because, you know, whatever business um, that you're in or whatever employer that you're working for, whether you want to climb up the, climb up the ladder or whether you want to just stay where you're at, a lot of people will try to kind of like hold on to you and drag you and say, hey, you know, connect with me. I can do this. I can make this happen. But they're really not for you and they're really not going to invest in what you want to do as far as career wise. I kind of ran into some of that even last year where a lot of people was like, hey, you know, we're doing the same things. You know, I know that, too, you're in the uh, health coaching business as well. And a lot of times people think you're just talking about food, but it goes a, it goes a long way. It, it, it's, it's, it's more to just eating good. Um, it's more to just yeah. eating, right? It's a lot of things when you talk about health coaching. So they was like, yeah, let's just collaborate and let's do this and this and come to find out. I ran into mistakes because that's not the company or the person that I was supposed to connect with. So we have to be, really be watchful about that. And we really have to take our time. And, you know, if you feel like you need a second opinion and then, yeah, okay, why don't, don't I just get me a business coach or why don't I get me a mentor? Because it's okay for um, coaches to have a business coach. Um, yeah. Um, sometimes we need mentors and, st- and and things like that. So if you don't know which really direction that you need to go and you're not sure if you're really supposed to be working with this person, be like, okay, well, Karen, I'm not going to give them an answer yet. Let me just slow down. Because for me, just for an example, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So they're doing some cool things just like me. And something happened. And I guess I had to find out that way that, that, yeah. that person was not really, I wasn't really supposed to collab with that person because a lot of people mm-hmm. are really going to be coming up to you and asking you, oh, you want to take this position? I think this position will be good for you. Or I think if we work together, we'll be, but you really got to really look deep. <laughs> you can't just always look on the outside. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Yes, I love that. I had taken note earlier today, so it's so perfect that you brought that up, kind of serendipitous. Because let me go back to my notes and see what I put to show you how cool this is. Okay, where is my podcast notes? Uh, I wrote for my, so I do these Monday messages. And one of the ones I honestly wrote just before we uh, connected today, I put an idea for finding people who are collaborative, not soul suckers. (laughs) as like a reminder I'll 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 type stuff in there that's not totally maybe what I would put as the title but along those lines you know finding people who the whole point of networking is to give and receive and you like you just said there's gonna be people who you connect with who 
you come to find out are really just wanting you to give to them and they don't want to give back or they have no intentions or no abilities or whatever it might be. Some people aren't in that stage of their life to be able to do that and they're in a stage of kind of more selfishness and that's not always a bad thing but I do have some people who I can think of and I think a lot of us can of okay who am I constantly connecting proactively I'm saying hey oh check out this new opportunity or hey I know you were looking for different work here I saw this person post on LinkedIn if you're interested like constantly trying to get out there and then there's some people who are frequently saying hey how can you get me connected to so-and-so or how can you help me this and then I think what what are they also offering me in return and I'm not always saying that it has to be so uh, one-to-one ratio but But being aware, and I think you said it so great, of being aware of the people who are good for you in this stage of life and and knowing that that can change at any time and that it's okay if you're thinking, okay, this business relationship was working great for a short time and now I'm kind of headed in a different direction. That's okay. I want women especially to kind of give themselves the permission and the grace to find different ways to connect with other people who are going to best serve them just as much as they want to serve others. And I think a mentor is a great step for so many of these networking opportunities to to have conversations. And a mentor very much is giving a lot to a mentee, but they want to do that. They, they find that joy in providing that. And then you can find ways, well, how can I get you connected as well? How can I help give that back? And honestly, sometimes it's just asking how and they might not even necessarily have an ask at that time but it's something you can frequently come back to every once in a while and say you know I so appreciate you helping me what can I do to help you or maybe it's proactively sending them a gift card or whatever it might be being appreciative of that help as well so thank you so much for sharing that Beautiful. Well, what advice do you have for someone who's maybe more introverted or hesitant to step out of their comfort zone? How could they start to be more confident with networking? I would say the advice that I would give to an introvert that is eager to step out of their comfort zone in networking, I would say um, start with it. It it, it, it may, and, and you guys, you get give feedback and let me know what you think, but I would say starting with yourself, because if you're ready to step out there, just for an example, just like me, I was so eager to get out there. I stayed up days and nights where I was actually recording myself. I was recording myself and going through my notes, and I actually started recording with my daughter, um, just just having her as, just thinking of her as an outside person. And then I just went to the next thing. I went to the next thing. And then I started, you know, networking uh, with friends of friends, uh, the friends that I didn't know of my friends that I've never met before. And I started networking, networking with them in the first year. And I started recording and practicing. And yes, I did make some mistakes, but that's okay. Because I always could go back and just learn from what I, I didn't, what I needed to not do when I previously networked it with someone, I'd be like, okay, so I did this. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this next time. But guess what, guys? I kept doing it over and over and over again. And that's how I became confident in networking because sometimes 
you know, I would get thrown off a little bit by messing up. But really, when you're networking, don't expect to for everything to be perfect. And, you know, because mm-hmm. there, you may get some, oh, no, that's okay. You may get somebody or something that be like, well, I'm not interested this time or I'm a little bit busy. That's okay. Just keep starting with yourself and just keep practicing and go to the next, just go to the next thing, go to the next person, make a list of the things that you want to do and just get out there and get started. But first and foremost, start with yourself. Yes. I appreciate that because I feel like sometimes more introverted people are worried to kind of put themselves out there and starting with themselves and saying, okay, what what would I want to get if I went to this conference or this meetup or this luncheon or whatever it might be. Maybe there are some that are virtual, so you're kind of getting your feet wet. You're talking start somewhere, which I think is so great. And one thing that I thought of as well is think of, things that you could ask others to get to know them because obviously people like to talk about themselves. Yes. <laughs> so instead of at a networking event, simply asking, what do you do for work? Because most people get that question. And honestly, I feel like that like links to our self-worth. Like, oh, if I'm a janitor, do I not have as much self-worth? Or if I'm a VP, are you going to treat me differently? Mm-hmm. So asking a question somewhat differently of what what are you most excited about in the next few months with, with your role? You're not even asking what their role is. So it could be a janitor and they're really excited about some new systems and or procedures or equipment that's coming in or something like that. Or if it is a VP, it could be something about new uh, goals that the company has or some sort of uh, system that's also coming out. So very similar answers in different types of ways. Uh, So think of ways that you can connect with people and ask questions that are a little bit more informational that aren't the basics that you could really find on LinkedIn. Uh, I like to use that as a reference. If I can find it on LinkedIn, I'm probably not going to ask you those questions. I want to find out more. Uh, So tell me about something that you struggle with in your current role. What's something that's hard for you right now? Uh, And have people open up and then they might say, oh, I'm really struggling with this type of thing. You could say, oh, wow, I I actually do have a connection here. And finding ways to connect people is always helpful as well. Offering, well, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? People love to start kind of brainstorming around those types of things. So introverted people, I would, that's what I would recommend is kind of thinking of ways that you can get other people talking so that you're more listening. But then also, after that conversation and like you said how you started with friends or friends of friends doing similar things of connecting with someone on LinkedIn or or maybe asking a friend hey I'd love to connect with someone in your department because I'm a little familiar with what you do that way I feel more confident going into this conversation Uh, I'd love to have a meeting if you wouldn't mind setting it up it's 15 minutes or maybe it's even just a LinkedIn messenger chat to get your feet wet like you said of starting somewhere and then reflecting on that conversation how did it go were you listening to their responses were they also kind of adding to the conversation like we have through this conversation of of going back and forth and adding on to the discussion or were they shut down uh shut off if so maybe we can change our approach and learning like you said learning what not to do what didn't work 
Well, Karen, I'd love for people to get connected with you, to tune into your podcast, to follow along your life, your journey of everything you've got going on. So will you please share? And I will also uh, tag all of this in the show notes as well. But where can people find you? Okay. You can find me on Facebook on the business page, which is WCD Coaching Incorporated. Also, Instagram is WCD Coaching underscore life. We're also on LinkedIn as well. And you guys also can view the podcast. You can go to KarenWCDCoaching.com, which has everything that we do. And we also have we also introduce the podcast too, also on the website. And if you need further information, there's emails where to get in touch with us or whatnot. If you have any concerns, questions, feedback, we're, we're on there. So that's where you can find us. Awesome. Well, thank you yeah. so much for being here today. It was such a great conversation around networking and really starting to get yourself out there, feeling a little bit more confident. I think that the audience is really going to resonate with your message. So thank you again so much. Thank you, Nicole. Thanks so much for having me. It's always great talking to you. So I'm glad we got a chance to um, do a podcast swap. I'm just glad to be here and just glad to be able to be a part of your podcast and your audience. So thanks so much for having me. Did you do a lot of great things as well? Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll have to check out how we can continue doing more uh, podcast swaps because you have such great information. Uh, It's helpful to, (laughs) to share that with the audiences. So I think that's great. Sounds great. It was great chatting with Karen and I feel bad that it took me so long to get that episode released. I've got one more guest episode uh, that's been hanging out for a little while and I have the best of intentions to get it out next week. I did not realize with my schedule how much I had been traveling and all the things that I had going on and me being an Enneagram 3 that I've mentioned before is an achiever and I like to have a lot going on. Recently I posted on Instagram about all the different things I've got going on and I absolutely love it but there is a certain point where I feel like there is a little bit too much on my plate at sometimes, and then I get in this weird state of not wanting to be moving forward with anything and that is something that I need to continue to push through and work through because of course I can't sit there and be stagnant in all the things in life and uh, I want to keep everything moving forward and for me that means being a little bit better at prioritizing my time throughout my days to make sure that I'm getting all of my work done for my full-time job, my part-time job, as well as my passion projects with my corporate program and with the podcast. So sometimes episodes for the Monday messages don't come out until late Monday night or some have even come out on a Tuesday. But you know what? That's life and I think so many people who tune into podcasts and certainly there are some podcast productions that go go off without a hitch. It's smooth. It's beautiful. There's no issues. You can't tell that they've been edited because everything's done so perfectly. But I appreciate those who stick around and understand that I do this as one person, typically editing episodes around midnight each night because that's when I have some free time after my kids have gone to bed. And I do it because I love it. And I love seeing people who 
are consistently tuning in and people who are writing reviews and people who are reaching out saying that it is making a difference for them. So I do this for you and eventually, like I've mentioned, I would love to have a team that helps me do this so that the production is that much better and that I can be more consistent. But in the meantime, I appreciate you enjoying the episodes when they do show up and sometimes uh, that's not as often as I would like. So Again, thank you for being here. I've been a little under the weather when we were traveling. Last week we were camping and I don't know if it was allergies or what happened. I pretty much lost my voice. I didn't have much of a sore throat or anything. I started getting a cough and pretty much completely lost my voice. So it is slowly coming back and that is why I'm sounding a little bit more raspy. But I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Karen talking about the different ways to approach to approach networking and preparing for it mentally, going into these different networking events with a purpose. So often I think we can be reactive and not really knowing what we want to get out of certain things, but when you go in with an intention, it makes such a difference. So if you're getting anything out of this, I hope that it's getting some practice in advance and then setting an intention before you go to a different networking event or approach networking in the future. All right, on that note, we'll see you later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram, and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it, and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.